0: In today's episode, you're going to hear from one of the most followed and respected high performance and fitness professionals on the internet, someone who's helped clients over the last 15 years lose over 100,000 pounds while growing one of the most successful gyms in Ontario, Canada. Now he's taken his expertise into the world of online coaching and helping high-performing entrepreneurs and executives live their best life through fitness. Mr. Dan Goh. Welcome to the UpCoach podcast for modern coaches and creators with your host, Todd Herman. In 20 minutes or less, our goal is to share one big idea that will transform your coaching and your business. So let's get into today's episode. All right, Mr. Dan Goh, welcome to the UpCoach podcast, my friend. Thanks for making the time to be here with us. Thanks for having me, brother.
1: We've known each other for a long time and have definitely looked up to you in regards to the coaching aspect of things
0: and just living life and being a human being. So glad to be here. You're such a superstar in your space. You're a bit of a unique cat too. And I think you're a good example for many other coaches. You're doing fitness coaching for people, high performers, and it would appear in that space, especially on social media, that in order for you to get traction, you have to be a big loud mouth mm. in many ways. and You don't have that kind of persona out there. So before we get into like, what's the one thing that you would share that's really helped to transform your business or your skill set as you've grown, just share with everyone kind of who it is that you work with, how you work with them, because that helps to set the scene for maybe what you might share too.
1: The people that I work with are the Todd Hermans of the world, founders, CEOs, New York Times bestsellers high performers in their fields. And the reason why we work with these guys is because at least for me in particular, I wanna make the most impact as possible. I wanna talk to the leaders and then the leaders are the ones who impact other people with their product services and their books. So the people that we work with are usually like at the top of their field. We make sure that for them in particular, we're specifically focused on high performance from a physical perspective. And this goes into line with workouts, nutrition, sleep. These are usually the best pillars, but also we talk about like mindset and uh, we have a high dose of accountability in regards to our programs.
0: Yeah. And again, Dan had mentioned it before. We've known each other for probably around a, close to a decade now, I think. Close to a decade. He's always shown up in the world in a very high character, high integrity way. And that would then reflect itself in, and I know a lot of the people that come into Dan's world and he's got a really amazing roster of people that he serves. And so when you look back on like your entire journey in coaching, what's one thing that you'd love to share with people that has made a very big difference in your career? So to set
1: the context on what we do, our results are very much based on helping people get lean, build muscle, and boost energy, and to have that trickle into the rest of our lives. So we have a heavy emphasis on, I'll say it's like one thing, which is accountability, but it's actually two things. So the very first thing that we do is, because we're working with a lot of people who usually want to lose weight, we actually give them a scale that reports back to us. And I'm going to get into like the context of all this a little bit later. We give them this dashboard. And this dashboard is something that we look at on a regular basis. So myself and my coach, when we look at this dashboard, we are seeing everything from the time that they had in terms of going to bed, how much sleep they got, what calories are going into their bodies, what their weights are, what their measurements are, what their pictures are like. And these things are on this dashboard. And every single day, me and my coach are looking at this dashboard. So a lot of times with I can't speak for a lot of other coaches, but for us, our numbers are the things that mean the most to us. And if we see some discrepancies with these numbers that are coming back and we're like, something's going on, then we apply actually two different things. So one of them is like what I call non-reactionary accountability. And the other one is called reactionary accountability. So the first one is like, let me actually reach out to you at least one to two times per week to make sure that, hey, everything's going good, everything's okay, we have different ways of doing this. We actually like to use questions and also positive reinforcement based on what we're seeing back with this dashboard. The second thing is that, which is reactionary, which is, let's just say like a client, he goes through like a Saturday, Sunday or a weekend, on Monday he comes back five pounds heavier. We will actually go to him and say, hey, what's up? Just wanna let you know we saw the, the weight go up five pounds, something happened on the weekend and we don't do this in order to shame our clients we do this from a very curious angle mm-hmm. and what we do is we want them to be seen and to be heard and to know that someone else is on the other side looking at what they're doing on a regular basis i like to say that accountability is probably like the key that unlocks the results like in terms of our own programs we've actually tracked the results in our programs as well we have a 94 percent success rate with the people that go in our programs. And the people that get results and the big part of it is because of this accountability matrix that i just talked about
0: i'm curious when you're talking to a prospective client do you highlight this whole dashboard thing with people because i'm sure i know this to be true in our world as well like when we kind of in this world of like sales and marketing people talk about you know, like don't show people how the sausage is made just sell the sausage just like sell the sizzle not the steak all this kind of stuff But there is a certain category of clientele that do want to know about process and method because nowadays, especially nowadays, I would have said this a decade ago. I would have said, nowadays, there's a lot of people who make promises. Oh, no. (laughs) I thought that there was a lot of promise makers back in 2010. It's gone to an extraordinarily different level nowadays. So I'm curious if you do share that then with people like, hey, this is what we're going to be working with you on, et cetera.
1: Yeah, 100%. I look at it in a couple of ways. So it's very context dependent upon based upon the person. Some people don't really want to see how the sausage is made. And sometimes when you tell them how the sausage is made, they're like, whoa, 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 like that's a little bit too much for me kind of thing. But then there are some people who are very detailed oriented who want to know what's happening from like point A to point B. Yeah. And for those people, we take them through the dashboard, we take them through everything that's going to happen from the time they actually get off the call with the salesperson to the time they get the first contact with the coach to the time that they are actually inside of the program and what happens after the program is actually done and what's happening during the program we do this a lot with a lot of clients or actually most clients because we want to give them just like reassurance this is exactly like what we do this is the system that we've been using and this is the reason why we get results
0: that dashboard that you use coupled with the accountability are you pulling in Data only from the scale, or are you using other feedback loop mechanisms like Aura Rings or Whoop and things like that as well?
1: Yeah, so it connects to Apple Health, and Apple Health connects to the Aura Ring or the Whoop, so we get their sleep dashboard. It connects to My Fitness pal where they use to track their calories, so we get their macros, we get their micronutrients, we get their calories, and also another thing that we do with especially like high performers because we want we want to get like exact. So yes, they get the scale, we get to see their scale weight, we get to see their measurements, but we also have them do a DEXA scan. So a DEXA scan is the most accurate representation of their lean mass compared to their body fat. So a lot of times when you do something like weight loss, when you lose weight, not a lot of people know this, but it's not all fat if you do it the wrong way. So what we wanna do in our programs is actually make sure that they're losing fat, but also gaining lean mass at the same time so their metabolisms can get higher. So one of the things that is not necessarily part of the dashboard, but that we have as like part of a file is their DEXA scan. And then the DEXA scan is gonna give us like the most, basically the most accurate representation of their fat according to their lean mass. And then at the end of the program, we get them to retake their DEXA scan. And usually for them to get like such like a detailed measure of like how well they're doing, that gives them a lot of like motivation and also it, it makes them see like hey guess what like we're
0: pretty serious about what we do. Yeah. When you started coaching, which is how long ago now?
1: Almost like 20 years ago as like a personal trainer and I owned the gym for about 11 years from like 2008 to
0: 2019 or so. So when you look at like when you started, I talk to people all the time in our up coach community, and you know, just other coaches, anyways, that coaching is really only about three things. When you take a look at the process itself, it's about encouragement, accountability, and progress. Progress in that because they're coming to us to coach them, they've gone through an entire journey of like information overload. Maybe they bought courses, maybe they bought books, maybe, and now they're finally at the point where you know what? Now I want someone to help me with this, mm-hmm. whatever it is. So they want a transformation so we have to give progress like if we're not good at delivering results to people then you're either promising the wrong thing or you're just not good at coaching encouragement is like a natural thing for coaches i think like it draws people in who are natural supporters and natural encouragers and you know a large part of the process of helping anyone change is always kind of encouraging them through the hard times and the challenging times just like the person who gained five pounds on the weekend like you had mentioned you know maybe they fell off the wagon and it's like hey we don't need to shame you we're in the process get back on, let's just be consistent this week or whatever the message is. But accountability is probably the weakest thing most coaches have inside their arsenal. So when you look back at when you started, how good were you at that accountability? And then I'm imagining that when you finally got a tool like this, it made your ability to hold people accountable a lot easier.
1: Yeah, so when I first started as a trainer, I thought everything was just like diet and nutrition. I'm gonna give you this plan, I'm gonna work you out and you figure it out. It's on you, kind of thing. And then I owned a gym. I owned a gym and we were doing pretty well. During that time, I almost lost the gym because our top trainer ended up leaving the gym. She started a gym like right beside us, and then all of our clients start going there. And then during that time of going through that situation, I was like, what the heck is happening here? I'm doing this the wrong way. And if I were to actually run a business that actually gets results and that's serious about getting results, what would I do? At that point, that was the time that everything changed for me. So during that time, boot camps were the thing. This was actually like during the time of like before six-week challenges became a thing. We were one of the guys at the forefront of this. And then when we did the six-week challenges, we did this. We were just like, all right, we're going to do this my way. Every single time that you come in here, we're going to be weighing in, okay? We're going to be tracking your weight. We're going to be tracking your measurements too. There is no if, ands, or buts. That was like the beginning portion of actually figuring out what it took to get results. And when I amplified and when I actually evolved to what I'm doing right now, when I had this like dashboard and then when I had this ability to see all of the numbers, it made things so much easier for me. It's like if I was a business coach and I was able to look at their income statements and like their balance sheets on a monthly basis to know whether or not we're moving the needle. And that's just what it is from a health coach perspective. We even see like blood work too. We get them to do like the blood work and everything. So once we have all of these data points and we have more data points, instead of just like relying on weight, then we can have a holistic view of like where we're headed to. And then we have more of a story to give to the actual client themselves when we're delivering their progress. We're not just saying, oh, you just dropped like 20 pounds. It's like, oh no, like you actually just like dropped your LDL cholesterol. You gained six pounds of lean mass you dropped 30 pounds of fat and then your measurements went down your pictures are looking amazing so the more data points that we have the more it gives us like a more i guess you could say a better picture and then
0: this gives the client more confidence in what we're doing so i mean i started in 1997 you started not long after that i mean 20 years ago in 1997 especially in my mental game and inner game world stuff like there was no biofeedback type thing I mean there were but they were in hospitals that you had to go and use and now there's just so many phenomenal tools that you can use for biofeedback and whatnot I see a lot of people over index on some of these things literally just yesterday I got a text message from a young NHL kid now he's about five years into the league and I was helping him out in his uh, rookie year and second year And trying to get into his head because he was massively indexing on all the biofeedback type things, like wanting data on this and data. He was working with like some of the biggest human performance studios out there, tracking and measuring things. My message since the beginning has been like, listen, if you're telling me that you want to get to the legendary status of, say, a Kobe or whatever, just so you know, it's an attitude thing. You can have all the biomarkers that you want, but Michael Jordan didn't have any of this stuff. He pressed metal in the Iron Dome every single day. There was no things attached to him, but it was an attitude thing. Anyways, long story short, he's now working his way back into the NHL after getting sent back down, and he sent me a message saying, yeah, now that I'm four years in and I've been consuming some of your other stuff and reading about the stories with you and Kobe, now I get what you were trying to tell me when I was a rookie. You're 100% right. It's an attitude thing. Anyway, I say this because do you do anything i call it incepting so it's like the movie inception so you see a biomarker or some delta that just happened you've just lost 15 pounds of belly fat or just fat or whatever the thing you say do you ever do i like doing this all the time Is have you noticed is what i'd say is have you noticed your knees Feeling better because sometimes the client doesn't know how to take the story and extrapolate it out into like deep impact for them. So sometimes, as a coach, and this is a message to everyone listening, you have to do the job of selling the transformation they're experiencing because they're not noticing it. Because again, they're inside their own body. So, do you do a lot of that inception type work? So I love the
1: fact that you mentioned this because when they're in their own bodies, they are so unconscious. To what they are benefiting from. Actually, I actually had one client come to me, you know, he's lost like 20 pounds, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, so cool. Have you noticed anything that's gone on with your sleep? Have you noticed anything that's gone on with your energy? I, I kept on kind of going through these questions. Yeah. And then it was almost like this light bulb went off in his head. And he was just like, you know what? I don't need to take naps anymore. You know what? Like my wife says I don't snore at night. And these things, That these guys experience, it's almost like they don't remember the reduction of pain. Yeah. They remember pain, but they don't remember the reduction of pain.
0: Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. They
1: think it's something that's just like happened as like, it's a normal thing. So we always kind of go into the intangible, I guess you could say. Yeah. Where the intangible is is like, okay, well, sleep, energy, mood. We have to ask these things because to them... They're going through every single day like it's Groundhog Day, they're not noticing these things. And then once you point them out, we don't point them out ourselves, but we have them point it out. That's when they're like, oh, crap. Like, you're right. I am actually seeing these intangible benefits along with these tangible
0: benefits. Yeah, that's great because that's the one thing that I think, you know, consultants do it, coaches, whatever, is you uh, don't take the wins for granted make sure you help stack those wins in front of people. And we do, we've got to be explicit with it because just like you said, we're unconsciously all living inside of our bodies. And that gets to that third thing that I was saying, like progress. So we're getting people wins. There's the top line win that someone came in, like, Hey, Dan, help me lose this 35 pounds. But then really on the other side of that like i want to be fit so that i can roll around and play with my kids for more than 12 or 15 minutes on the trampoline you know i can outlast them right like because that's the functional need that i'm trying to build this body into and so when you go in and you stack those other wins like oh yeah i don't annoy my wife with my snoring that can sound like a really funny win but it is very meaningful yeah absolutely and The thing is, the small is the big. The
1: small wins are a reflection of the bigger things that are going on with them. And a lot of times, especially being the human experience itself, it's like, we're always thinking about the survival mechanisms. We're always thinking about what's going wrong. We always have our minds in kind of like this mode where we're looking at maybe like more negative things than we really should. And it's on us as coaches to really just like point out these small wins that are happening as a result. Of all the positive things that they're doing, because it actually gives them positive reinforcement to keep on doing the things that they are doing. It gives them more reasons to do that. And that's why these like little check ins that we're talking about right now, they're so important. Yeah. Because it could be so easy for a person to go through a mental transformation and to lose it just as easily when they stop doing the things that matter. So we have to give them all these little things that benefit them. It's almost like we have to like remind them and give them more reasons to like, be consistent with the things that we're asking to do.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I could go on and we could jam for a long time. Dan and I both live now in the same city. There's a crew of us that all are raising our families together and we're lucky to be able to spend a lot of time together. Before we let you get back into your day, and the promise of this podcast is to allow people to absorb one great idea in the time it takes to drink a cup of coffee, is there any tool, resource, book that has made a solid impact on you, your business, like how it's grown in the last few years?
1: I would not necessarily call it like a tool or a resource, but I mean, you are the type of coach that you are by the people that you surround yourself with. So, you know, I hang with great coaches. I hang with you. I ask you questions about your practice, about the things that you see about the things that you are viewing through your own perceived reality. And then I also have like a a bevy of coaches that I go to that I talk to on a regular basis. So I would say like community is probably one of those things that coaches don't necessarily, because we like to kind of operate in vacuums a little bit, because it's like our process, it's our practice. Mm. (laughs) We have our own little secret things going on, but you will glean a lot more into your own practice by talking to guys like yourself, and surrounding yourself with other coaches who are just performing at a high level. So I would say, like, community is probably the biggest one. And
0: I couldn't agree with you more. Anytime I look at the years of my career where I had the least amount of growth or development, it was because I was either missing a mentor in that time period or a great collection of other people that I might be spending time with on a consistent basis. So love that. And to everyone else that's listening, I highly encourage you to go and follow Dan. On LinkedIn and Twitter, specifically Instagram as well. Dan does an incredible job of content marketing. He's one of the most followed people on LinkedIn. He's one of the most followed coaches on Twitter as well. And he is a perfect example of consistency and discipline, which is something that, you know, as a coach, we're typically trying to beat the drum of with people all the time. And that's where I know you get a lot of your clientele. So I encourage everyone that's listening to follow you there. I appreciate it. Thank you. Dan, any uh, parting thoughts before we take off for the day? Nothing, man. Really respect
1: you. I'm glad that we're living in the same city together. I'm glad that you're coming out with this podcast. I think it's sorely needed for coaches like myself. Cheers, man.
0: Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Up Coach Podcast with your host, Todd Herman. I hope you got a lot of value from today's episode. And if you haven't already subscribe to the podcast, you get notified when we drop our next episode every week. Just type in the UpCoach podcast in the search and click the subscribe button on your favorite listing platform and review a little snar rating, wouldn't hurt. And finally, all the show notes, tips, links shared, and the transcript is over at upcoach.com slash podcast, where you can also get your free trial for our modern transformation platform, specifically built for coaches and creators that care. The Up Coach podcast is produced by our friends at Ventures FM. Now that's all for this episode. We'll see you next time. And of course, keep on coaching.